Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following program is brought to you by the Preferred Home Team. Content is provided for general information only and should not be treated as a substitute for professional advice from your legal or real estate advisors. Welcome to the Real Estate Radio Hour, a forum of ideas, plans, and expert advice on all things real estate. Andy Prasky with Remax Advantage Plus was named Super Agent by Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Chris Rooney of Remax Preferred is a Lakeshore and Luxury Home Specialist. Together they cover the Twin Cities. This combined dynamic duo has sold over 2,000 homes, ranked in the top 1% nationwide, top 10 in the state of Minnesota and still have time to get together every Saturday to talk about real estate. Here's Abby Prasky and Chris Rooney, Denny Law, and the Real Estate Radio Hour. Hey, good morning. Welcome to this edition of the Real Estate Radio Hour here on A3OWCCO. And we always welcome your real estate-related questions, and as usual, by phone or by text. Before we say hi to Chris and Andy, let me give you that phone number, 651-989-9226. Or send us a text at 81807, related to real estate, 81807. Well, I'm sure you guys are all gearing up for the state fair next yeah, week. We were having a corn dog buffet in the uh, green room, getting ready. <laughs> Just practicing. Yeah. Research. Right. Okay. Uh, always at uh, the beginning of the show, I always like to ask you guys how the week in real estate was for each of you. And uh, let, let, let us know. What, it was what, good. I only had water in three properties, so that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, because all that rain, crazy, yeah, right. which is terrible, and you know, it becomes flooding, so then insurance doesn't cover it, mm-hmm. so uh, it gets a little worse. So I had to take a couple off the market, a couple of my rental places. Fantastic. Yeah, it was uh, new construction. We were you you would have guessed we were digging swimming pools I with bet. the we'd pour footings, and then the rain would hit, and you couldn't even see the footings. There's so much water in the in the bottoms of these holes. So we've got our guys running around with pumps, pumping out mud, basically, because it you know, uh, gets the silt in it and whatever. And then it's, uh, it's a little tricky to build when it's that muddy. I mean, we've got a couple of them that are a little farther out and uh, trying to pull up the driveways when you've got a concrete truck and uh, the actual uh, crew stuck yeah. and a bobcat that's stuck trying to get them out. So we had like three guys stacked on top of each other trying to get out My of the mud. Goodness. So it gets to a point of where you just, um, when it's that much, that fast, it it does cripple a little bit what uh, the progress that gets done. So hopefully we get some dry weather here. For what the about fair. inventory though? This uh, same same no Still, change. Nothing's really changing. But uh, if you go back a few shows, go on a podcast and see. Uh, Mr. Rooney here was stating that the market was going to change and, and get better after kind of like a vacation filled July mm-hmm. uh, start of August and. Uh, it's starting to come back. I mean, oh, we had sure. real good uh, people have been looking and looking and looking, but not making decisions. Mm-hmm. So finally, some people are making decisions, and I think I think what happens is is that um, people are looking. They're like, okay, it's maybe not perfect. It's mm-hmm. not the perfect house for them. Maybe something else will come on next week. 
Then maybe it'll be the next week. And then all of a sudden, you know, that started in May and now it's August. Right. It's like we got to make a decision. Right. So they, they jump in and do it. So well, I think it's still a good market, time. The stock market this week, too, helped interest rates move down just a little again. And so their rates on a mortgage are, are fantastic. They're under 4%. And, um, I mean, it's, it's hard to beat, Denny. I mean, if you were looking a month ago, two months ago, and they were four and a quarter, you know, and also now they're under four that same house at the same price, the payments less, and it. Uh, I think that's just a few of those things, and there's just a. It, it's getting people out there again and pushing. So yeah. the other thing we're seeing a lot of, which I'm really excited about, and I know a lot of people pick on the millennial generation, and I'm a big fan. They, you know, almost half the buyers right now, Denny, in the Twin Cities market that they're tracking are millennial buyers, and there's, you know, it's been what five, six, seven years of straight rent increases of on an average yeah. of five percent a year. And what's happening is they're just tired of it. And then they look at, you know, everybody thought interest rates were going to go up. And what's happening is you're seeing people leaving the rental market and actually becoming homeowners because it's almost half the payment. That's so, amazing. Yeah. You live, in a, you live in a house and you're renting it for 2000 a month and your payment's, you know, $1,100. It's, it's ridiculous. So, you know, and then you get the tax benefits too. So there's – and I'm always a, an advocate for homeownership, obviously. I think it makes, you know, better neighborhoods and, and you know, properties and longevity of, I don't know, the better good. But – it, it ultimately, when it comes down to it, it's just an interesting swing right now. We're seeing those kids that were sitting on the sidelines, not sitting on the sidelines. And you know who's sitting on the sidelines, Denny? Mm. Our baby boomers. They're not moving. They're sitting still. And they're, they're deciding that the market's moving too fast. And the biggest concern that we've heard, at least on surveys, is that they don't know where they're going to go. They want to move. They want to get rid of that big house, but they don't know where they're going to go. And because of that uncertainty, they say, you know what, let's just sit here, sit tight for a little while, let the market cool off a little bit. And then we'll get in the market when nobody else is in the market. And it, the problem is, is there's so many of them that they'll create another market. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. 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 Good. Real good point. You know, we were listening on the on the ride in to Andy, oh, Andy Lindis, yeah. yeah, and he was uh, talking about you know it might be a good chance to you know with the storm damage be able to kind of get in and do some other um, right work. And so when Andy and I actually got here uh, a little early, we started talking about saying. You know what? It's that's a really good idea. And then there's certain things that maybe we could probably hit on mm-hmm. that could show you, hey, where where you could really get some value out of it when it comes to turning around and selling your house and getting equity in your house. Well, and the efficiencies of scale. I mean, the crews are already at the house, so for them to add on a couple more items that you pay for out of your pocket, you're already getting that kind of bulk discount because the guys are already there. They're already you know working on the deck. So you know, hey, let's up like the the caller earlier was talking about you know railings and. Or she didn't have railings, but they were talking about railings. Right, right. And it's a good opportunity at that point, even if you don't need new railings, that if you wanted to update them and add glass rails or add the, you know, something a little more in tune with what and how you use the house. I think that's another thing Chris and I have over the years have thought. You move into a house and you think you know, and then you live in that house for a while and then you realize, oh, I had no idea. I didn't realize I was going to use the front porch as much as I I do, or I I didn't realize I was going to use the, you know, the backyard um, as much as as I am. And so- I don't know. I think that this is a great opportunity right now to, to like like uh, Andy said, refresh. Or this area is dark. I mean, if you're getting all new siding mm-hmm. and that area is dark, you know, create a bigger open window, you know, that goes down to 18 inches off the floor yep. and, and just brighten it up, especially if you have something uh, with a with a good view outside, a mm-hmm. wetland or uh, a golf course. You right. know, I mean, it's an absolute huge upgrade in which you do that. Another one that, uh, that we had do um, – you know those big roofs that just look like a lot of roof? To be able to kind of throw in a dormer or a shed roof in there, mm-hmm. you know, if you're getting a new roof, it's not that expensive, and it 
totally changes the whole look of your house. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so that's a, another good one in which to do. Uh, so, by the way, if you have a real estate question, 651-989-9226 or uh, send us a text, 81807. A texter just came in, guys. If a house in the 225 to 250K range has a sump pump that keeps basement dry, will that decrease its sale ability? Would it decrease okay. it? Well, number Very one, awesome. I mean, it's what you want in there. I mean, mm-hmm. you want a dry basement, but I think what they're talking about is it's probably continuously running. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's houses oh, that are okay. built that, you know, uh, hit springs, and then they kind of go around that house, yep. and it's like in the winter, you know, they're yep. they're pumping out water. And that's a, you know, that's a concern, but a, a bigger concern or a way in which to be able to maybe solve that mm-hmm. is to 100% have another one, a backup to it. Yes. With an alarm on it, because I've I've had those houses before. You got to disclose mm-hmm. it, yep. you know, and and know that it's there. But it's uh, you know, it's it's not as crazy unusual as right. you might think. Well, you know, and I think that you're right on the money, Chris. You know, a lot of times people will build houses in the neighborhood, and as they dig the house, they they don't realize it or don't see that there's any kind of moisture in the bottom of the basement. And then they put everything together, and then there's that hydraulic pressure or the hydrology, as they call it, where all the houses now are pushing down on the ground in that area that weren't there before. And it does create unique pockets of water where that water has to get out of there somehow. So It changes its path. Oh, yeah. In in my neighborhood in Champlain, um, we live in a a beautiful area that never, ever had water issues. And then there's a couple guys across the, the pond from me that every day their sidewalk is green with slime because they have their sump pumps running so much. And they and they weren't that way when they moved in there, and now it's all the time they're running. And then the neighbor, bone dry. So it's it's absolutely unique and specific to each property. But Chris, you're you're right on the money, man. With the um with, with a lot of things, but with with specifically with the backup system, I think he's been that, really nice to me lately. Yeah, I don't know. So I know weird. I should get. It's because I'm relaxed. I think I've been traveling a lot and vacationing, and and uh, starting to like me again. <laughs> he missed you. Yeah. You know, we had a client back. Yeah. yeah, we had we had a client. Uh, maybe this will help. We had a, a client who had that same water problem, and what they did is they did an exterior drain tile mm-hmm. all around the walkout level. Because you'd think, I mean, on a walkout that it would just all the water would go away. But what they did is they dug down along both sides and then all along the walkout underneath. Mm-hmm. And then they um, put it out to, like the pond. Yep. And so it kind of went out there. And so mm, it totally solved, solved their problem. Well, wow. they, they there's two neighborhoods I've got. One over in Rogers that we did, um, Verseker Acker, way up um, years ago. And everybody would have the same problem there because it was basically a, a neighborhood that was built in a, a lower um, to the water table area. And so they actually had a contiguous um, drain tile system that everybody would connect to. And the same thing out in Victor yeah. Gardens, out in Hugo, I saw. Um, we we built a few houses over there. Same thing, where everybody's drain tile um, or their their uh, drain tile system pumps out, some pump pumps out, and then it goes into a common system um, just to get the water. And see, people worry about the water tables getting low because they're saying, hey, you're pumping all the water out of the area. Because when it puts it into the drain, it takes it away. Right? Yeah. But right. kind of kind of makes sense to go with someone that knows that area. Yeah, I mean, from a real estate standpoint, Absolutely. I mean, like that part. So, so anytime I'll sell, I'll sell houses all up north, but I'll just get my answers from Andy. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. Inviting <laughs> our listeners to join in, uh, and they already are doing that. If you want to send us a text, that's easier by all means. Eight one eight zero seven for your real estate related questions, or give us a call six five one nine eight nine. Nine two two six. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yes, in case you missed it, this is WCCO at 830 on the <laughs> dial, just in case. 
It's uh, 60, 64 degrees, and we're just kind of getting ready for the fair. We get a little goofy before <laughs> the fair. Lots of cookies at the fair. Maybe that's... So they're right, yeah. We're right Can't next to Can't even hardly hold door. those microphones. Yeah, right. Right. Slide right out of your hands with all that cookie <laughs> grease. <laughs> uh, texter says this. By the way, if you do have a, a real estate question, folks are calling in now, and that's great. Otherwise, if you want to send a text, 81807. Here is one text that just came in. With the housing market as busy as it is, is there any room for negotiating as a buyer, or do the sellers have all the power? Mm, that's a great question. And markets uh, depends what market you're in. You know, I mean, probably under three hundred thousand, you don't have a lot of luck there uh, yep. getting it. But you know what? Things still have to be priced right, and they got to be ready to sell. Mm-hmm. If they're not priced right, you know, you can get values on those. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the upper brackets, you know, they're they're definitely negotiating, working things out. Um, Doing a lot of different things, you know, a lot of, you know, personal property, different incentives uh, in which to be able to uh, purchase. So I think it just depends and and what where you're at, too, you know, and what market. So it might be different in Burnsville from Champlin, you know, in a certain price range. Well, and I think it's the individual seller. I mean, they ultimately make the decision as to what happens in the sale. I mean, we can suggest things and we can, as their coach, say, here's what we should do and this is what we'd like to do for advertising. And if they... Tell us others, you know, or otherwise that, and that happens. So, you know, I've got success stories where the sellers have done their homework. They know exactly what the house is worth. The house is in pristine, if not close to pristine condition. And then they go to market and expect to get that or better. And that's a strategy. The other strategy is just, I'm not going to do anything to the house, leave the house kind of decrepit or, you know, lived in looking, and I'm just going to list it at full retail. And you get multiple offers, but they're all multiple offers under retail. So what happens is the the marketplace, I think, is dictating that they want the houses in better condition, um, and they'll pay a fair price for better condition. Uh-huh. If they're not in fair condition or if they need help, people are lowballing still. And so we've I've had a couple of properties that were in that position, too, where, you know, there, there were some major challenges with the property, but we decided to sell as is. And the offers that come in are ridiculously low. And so... But they're not, they're not getting accepted either. So I think the best, if I was entering this marketplace as a, as a buyer in that price range, um, I would go out there and just say, hey, interest rates are on sale right now. Houses are at a fair price. Find the nicest house at the best price and get a great payment on it. And that that's the way to look at it. Well, I think what people tend to forget too, and I think that's what we have to do as realtors, we got to let them know all those value pieces that make mm-hmm. that house worth it. Um, I think sometimes you know people get into a house that maybe – you know, it might need some new carpet and boy, we, we're going to paint and, you know, and then, you know what, it needs some really deep cleaning. And then, gosh, those gutters are pretty bad. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you have another house that's got all that, I mean, your 40000 you just saved on that offer, I mean, just cost you sixty. Oh, for sure. You know, and so I think you, you look mm-hmm. into that. And I think, you know, from a seller's um, standpoint, you know, you're not, there's, there's sometimes you put money into things that aren't going to get you that wham uh, mm-hmm. like in, in a sale price. Mm-hmm. But if you don't um, let people know that, so just let's just say that you've got uh, dual zone heat. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's a that's a really nice thing in which to have. For sure. But if you don't market that, you know, hey, it's just another furnace, you know, people aren't going to give you the value for it. So yeah. and especially in the upper bracket home, mm-hmm. you got to take that into account because, I mean, a lot of people, and when you say that uh, the market is dictating that, hey, home's in good condition, the reason that is is because they can finance that. Mm-hmm. They don't have a bunch of money to put down and finance it and then throw a bunch more money into it. Right. You know, they just don't have the money in which to do it. So so that brings up an interesting, you know, situation, Denny, where we sit down a lot of times with buyers and we'll say, okay, there's there's two things now. There's price and then there's cost, okay? 
So right now, people are concerned that they're you know paying too much. The price is too high. Right. It can be if you buy the wrong house that needs a lot of upkeep, right? Like like kind of what Chris is saying. So the that's the the um, if you buy a new house, for an example, and the price is higher, but the cost to own that house is less because you're not replacing anything for 20 years and everything's shiny, brand new, under warranty, super efficient. That the, the cost to own that house might be less versus you find a house down the street that's forty thousand less than the new one, but now in three years you're replacing a ten thousand dollar furnace, and you have to now you realize the deck is rotten and you have to do a twenty. Might as well replace deck. the AC while you're doing and the furnace or the, AC, or the right, landscape. Right? And then they're yeah. going to talk into zone heating, and then so you might add that, and then the that eighty the, gallon water heater. Yeah, and then the smart <laughs> thermostat on your phone, like I got, which is cool. So what that. you're saying is just rent. No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. I'm saying I'm just saying that you got to do the equation because if you're looking at a house and let's say it's ten thousand more than the exact same house next door, but that house has a new furnace, new appliances, new siding, new roofing, new windows, it's worth the extra ten grand because you're probably getting fifty grand worth of oh, stuff. Yeah. So it's 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 the old equation of price versus cost. That's all. All right. There's a text, and I know we have to break here in about a minute. Uh, what are the average number of days on the market for a property priced from one mil to one and a half million? I have no idea. Great question from <laughs> Chris might know from one day to three years. I mean, in, yeah. crazy. I mean, I mean, again, that's there's market segments. So let's just say you're at a million to a million and a half on a lake, mm-hmm. on a full recreational lake. Right, we're going to probably sell that pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, it could be right away or in the first sixty days. Now, if there's nothing that's, um, I mean, obviously there's a lot right. special about a home that's over a million dollars. But what I'm saying, it's not on a golf course or. Mm-hmm. It's not acreage with a pole barn or create some sort of lifestyle. It's just another one. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's houses that I just I just did a, a whole analysis on it, mm-hmm. kind of on the south end side. And I mean, there's there's houses that have been on the market over 700 days. Well, and it's you know, Chris, it's interesting that it's almost like going musky fishing, right? And those of you that are familiar with musky fishing, there's certain times of the year that it's better, um, but sometimes you have to cast a thousand times before you get one strike. And the same thing can happen with with expensive homes or high end homes or homes that are unique or specialized, and and you sometimes have to change up the lures multiple times before all of a sudden you catch that buyer. I'm telling you, in that price range, if you don't have the best agent that you can afford, you're crazy. And that that is exactly what they're doing. They're like taking out a fishing guide and they're going to put you on the fish. They know where the buyers are. They know what lures to use, and they know what to. to do to get the, the buyer in the boat. So. All right. Tell you what, let's take a break. We've got another half hour of the show to go. If you have a real estate question, still have time for yours. My phone is 651-989-9226 or send us a text and we'll pick up on those when we come back to 81807 for your text messages, 81807. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our real estate show here on 830WCCO, accepting, of course, like we always like to do, your phone calls and text messages. Uh, there is a line that's open if you'd like to fill it, 651-989-9226. Uh, we'll get back to the text screen, too, in just a moment, guys, uh, 81807 for that. Jeff is calling from Hammond with a question. Uh, Jeff, the guys are listening. Hey, uh, nice show. It's very informative. I enjoy it. I've got a few questions. I'm looking to put a house on the market here maybe very soon due to a job transfer, and if that happens, I'm going to have to get out of here quick. Um, how how long are closings running? How far behind are closings running? Because of course I got to sell this to buy one where I'm going. Yeah, Jeff, and quick, also, quick I, I'm let us know the price range how, too. How multiple offers come in? Um, if I'm asking two forty nine for the place, and somebody offers me that, do I sit back for a week before I answer them, or exactly how does that work? Okay, Jeff, uh, where, where where's the property, and are you thinking two forty nine? It's in Hammond. 
Yeah, well, we had a uh, agent come out and tell us she said she could get 225 for right away, maybe 249 if if we waited a little bit or there was a bidding war. That, that's a 10% so that's price difference. If, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry? That's a 10% price difference, so I'd get another opinion if someone's giving you that big of a window of value. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, let's... Well, I'm just thinking that she's telling me she she knows we need to get out of here, that uh, she says she can sell it for 225 right away. Oh, gotcha. That she's got that maybe, maybe investor buddy. Maybe for 249 Mm-hmm. Okay, well here here's a here's a good thing. I mean, so in that price range, and you kind of threw multiple offers in there too. Um, if it's two forty nine nine, and you're kind of pushing it, you know what could happen is that it might sit, and then you start reducing it. You do it at like two twenty nine nine, and you get multiple people in there. That'll force the. And sometimes, I mean, and this is hard when you're listing a house, mm-hmm. and we tell people this, but if you if you listed at two twenty nine nine, a lot of times you'll get more than you ever would have gotten if you listed at two forty nine nine. Right. You know, because you get people excited and then emotions start taking over and they grab it and we've lost before. We're not gonna lose again. Hey, let's take let's go after mm-hmm. this thing. When it's two forty nine nine, what people do is like, you know what, it's nice. But gosh, let's go look at that other one first. And you know yes. what? Another one might come out on Wednesday. You don't create any urgency by pricing right. it at full retail. Yep. That, that's the other thing. So, so people rush to the grocery store when they have coupons because they're trying to take advantage of a great opportunity. Same thing happens in housing. If there's a great opportunity or people that are out there looking say, wow, that's a lot of house for two twenty nine. You have no problem, Jeff, getting out of that, that house and selling it probably for above, above if that is truly the value of the house and it's, it's a good deal. If you overprice it, everybody's going to say they're going to use you as an example as to the house that's too expensive, and you'll help sell all your neighbors' houses because they'll say, there "See, you Jeff, go. that guy down the street there. Look at him; he's crazy. He's at two forty nine nine. This one's only listed at two thirty nine nine. Let's take this one because you're saving ten grand. And I'll tell you this: the other thing, Jeff, twenty four thousand dollars you were talking about there in the swing on values that pays a lot of house payments. So you know, I wouldn't necessarily rush into liquidating it. But on the other hand, you know, you have to make a decision there. You know, is it important to get out of there, and is it worth taking that kind of a hit? Or do I want to try to ride the market out a little bit and take a little risk and uh, get a better reward? And, and when you create the urgency, like you said, and get multiple offers and get that price going up, the other thing you can control, it's not just price they give you. They, they get a lot more, uh, I don't know, uh, th- let's just say that you can pick your closing date. So, I mean, if, you, if it's one of those things that, hey, you want to be out by the end of September, mm-hmm. you know, and you go to someone that's, you know, you got four or five offers on and say, you know what? Yeah, we'll take your deal. Sure. You know, it's at 245. I know you don't want to close till the end of October. We need it at the end of September. Will you do it? Right. And if not, you just go to the next person. So well, we, you can kind of get you. They, they become a lot mm-hmm. more flexible when they get into multiple well, offers. Well, it depends on what's important to you. So you as a seller, I, I just had a, a customer of mine that, that was very interested in selling as is. Not because there's anything wrong with the house, just because they did not want the responsibility of doing anything to the house. So we made it crystal clear when the offer came in that, yes, you can do a home inspection, but if you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. Otherwise, if you're going to buy it, we're, we don't even need to hear what's wrong with it because we're not going to make any of these repairs. And that's become very popular with my older crowd that's kind of downsizing or going off to you know maybe a, a senior rental or something yeah. like that. They just don't want the responsibility. They want the clean offer, like you're saying, Chris, with the closing date that they need so they can move on with life. And keep in mind, in that price range, people don't usually have money to fix it up, you know. So do it right and have it all prepared and ready for them. Mm-hmm. Biggest thing I've been saying is decluttering and paint are huge, yep. are huge things. And that's a long weekend for a guy and like cleaning. Jeff. You know, I mean, Jeff's yeah. just trying to get out of there. Like you said, yeah. he's going to take this transfer, maybe doesn't have the the luxury of time. So a quick paint job, you know, uh, shampooing the carpets and, you but know. But you're and, right about that word cleaning. Totally. Deep, Deep cleaning. cleaning. That's key. Deep cleaning. Yeah. 
Uh, Texas says, when should you pull a $750,000 house off the market in the fall as things start to slow down? I wouldn't do it until around Thanksgiving. And I, and I say that because now you're just finally coming into the market that that market's good. <laughs> I mean, and truly, it's, it sounds crazy. Oh, it's, no, mm-hmm. it's always in the spring. No, it's not. I've had all really very good luck in the fall because people are busy during the summer. Then it's kind of like, let's not miss it again. Mm-hmm. Let's grab it now. You know, and we, we waited all summer long. Nothing came out. Let's grab it now. So. Well, and, and a lot of entrepreneurs, too, Danny, you know, if you think about this, they, they've run their whole season now, and they're getting towards the end of the year where they're starting to calculate, do I need to dump some money? Mm-hmm. Do I have money? Do I need to hold money? And so I see a lot of successful people in the fall make their buying decisions with cabins. I see them buying investment properties. So right now is actually you're keying up for the guys with the cash cash and gals um, that are going to start entering the market from here to the end of the year. So. Another text guys came in a bit ago. It says, what compels people to buy a 3,000-square-foot house when they might not need that space? Uh, like uh, North Brooklyn Park, West Champlain. Is, is that my wife's phone number? It's probably no. mine. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I get that all the time. I mean, there's some people I want big. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I like big because I like to get away and have my, my certain little spots. Sure, you don't use some of them, mm-hmm. but you know what? For some people, that's a, 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 an important thing. It's, you know, it's for my wife, she wants sure. smaller. It's a lifestyle thing for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some families that I meet that every night they sit down together, they watch TV or they you know, read or play games in the same room, and there's you know, only a two-bedroom house and there's four people, and that's okay. Other families literally have where they come home from work and their kids each have their own bedroom. They have a loft upstairs where the kids can play games. On the main floor, mom and dad maybe have, you know, a nice movie or something going. And it's they want separate areas inside the house. It's just different lifestyles, I guess. Yeah, and I, I guess. right or wrong, I, I guess I don't know what the, the gist of what that question was. But I just think that there's a lot of people that desire more space because they almost like vacation at their homes now yeah. versus the, you know, having the extra, extra money to go do the travel and the it. extra exactly. home. Or if you need a home office and that it needs to be away. Yeah. You know, a lot of home offices are right off the entryway. You know, and that's not very private if you're working at home all the time. Or if so you some might people want to, like you said, entertain. Right. Right. Too. Yep. You know. uh, is it common, Texter says, for buyers to ask sellers to pay their closing costs in what price ranges? Yeah, unfortunately, it is. It happens a lot. Not that necessarily it uh, works every time, but a lot of people do that. I think, and I think a lot of realtors set their clients up for that. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, it's bottom line for the seller. What the bottom line is, you can say anything you want, but yeah. if you're going to pay four hundred thousand and ask three percent closing costs, it's three eighty eight to the seller. That's right. what it is. Right. And so, um, you know, you can kind of play it, and it, it depends on do. the price range. I'd, I'd say under the two fifty, I see it on almost eighty percent of the offers that come in where they're asking for closing costs. And you know, it in in that price range too, they have to ask for three percent, which is very normal. Um, it's negotiable. Here's the thing I always tell everybody. Everything's negotiable. You don't have to necessarily take that price, but that buyer now may not be able to qualify for your home because they need that to be paid for by a seller no matter what house they buy. So that's one of the questions that you want to have your agent asking that buyer's agent is when the offer came in, no matter what we agree to, does that offer have to have closing costs paid or can we counter back and not having them paid by us? There's another yep. text, sure. Chris. Okay, I want to take a reverse mortgage at age 62. I have a condominium that's worth 140 grand and currently have 60,000 worth of equity. I have an 800. Uh, what is that? Mortgage payment and wish to have that stopped. If I could do that, uh, retire at 62 <laughs> with approximately 175% of my current income. Does uh, reverse mortgage sound like a good idea? I'll tell you mm-hmm. what. Um, we've had uh, Jeff Flannery with yeah. Cambria Mortgage on here. 
a number of times. And I, you know, I think what's really interesting about um, the whole reverse mortgage thing is that a lot of people don't understand it and don't understand how it works. Obviously, the older you get, there's a certain age that you have to be in, but the older you get, uh, you get more of the equity out of it. So mm-hmm. there might be um, some thoughts on that. But I'll tell you what, Jeff Flannery with uh, Cambria Mortgage, he's the reverse mortgage specialist uh, in town here. And his number, I'll just give his number. Yeah, sure. If people want it. It's 612-240-9517. Otherwise, just uh, you can... Google, Google Cambria uh, yeah. uh, reverse mortgage and Jeff Landry yeah, will pull the up. Yeah, Ca- Cambria mortgage on online they have his profile and his all of his good stuff there. Yeah, so, so it's it's a good question. I mean, it's a real specific loan uh, that happens. So important. Hi, are there still fixer uppers for a bargain where uh, where we could update it ourselves, mm. Mr. Brasky? What do you think? You know, okay, so some. Uh, yeah, but man, you have to have your cash in a sack ready to throw at these deals so fast because there's so many people. Um, I actually recommend you do the opposite where you be a little more proactive and you drive through the neighborhoods where you want to flip houses and you look for the house that has deferred maintenance and you start sending them letters and you say, hey, we're interested in buying in this neighborhood if you'd ever think about selling. And what we start seeing is people reciprocating back saying, you know, hey, I inherited this house two years ago. It's stuck in probate and I've got a problem with whatever, but we're willing to sell it now and we want to get it done now. Th- that that's a, another source. Right. I've seen, you know, there's just different pockets. You you have to to get flips where you can make money. Um, you you have to pick the right school districts, and you have to really, really, really work hard to get those deals because it, it just they're hard to get. All right, now let's take a break, guys. We have more show to come. If you have a real estate question, uh, by phone at six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Our text number is 81807. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And welcome back to this portion of our real estate show here on 830 WCC. We are around every Saturday in the 10 o'clock hour. Chris and Andy in studio, and we will be at the Minnesota State Fair, our CCO Broadcast Center, one week from today. That's exciting. Yeah, I know. State Fair. I just got a text from one of our Texas listeners, oh. online listeners, yeah. And he says it's 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 much better when Andy's meaner to you. So <laughs> <What? more entertaining. laughs> I, it's, it's Or it cor- said keep it, Andy quiet, one or the other it's two. It's course correcting. It's not being mean. Here is our phone number and our text number. The phone number, if you have a, a real estate question, 651-989-9226. Text 81807. Uh, Texter says, are there still fixer homes for a bargain where we could update it ourselves? Yeah, we're just kind of talking yep. about that. But it was, uh, to me, you know, it's it's hard. But I was going to go on another angle of okay. what you said is that are you maybe thinking a, a higher priced home. Yeah. you got a lot better chance of that if you're fixing it up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some values that – and what happens is that someone just prices them too much at the beginning. And they might be worth that if everything was done, but they didn't do anything. Right. And so then the price just keeps dropping and dropping, and then you're able to grab something that's uh, mm-hmm. fantastic. I've got one that uh, is – I mean, these guys paid $1.5 million for it. It's at seven ninety nine right now. Jeez. And it's just, wow. I mean, it's and it's a steal. That, that, it's not even that bad. Denny. It's unbelievable. It's on a golf course, on Legends Golf Course. So it's wow. a really, really, really nice place. If I need a new roof, Texter says, will I scare off buyers by not replacing it, or can I just factor that into the price? Well, you've talked about that. Yeah, I, I always say get it done. Um, but that's me. If you can't afford to do it, you know, or the cash isn't there to do it. If you, um, if you can't afford to do it, though, yeah. it's going to cost twice the amount. 
Well, that's what they'll t- take off. Easy. And, you know, and that was one of the things that, you know, uh, guys like Andy Lindis have where there's financing. So they can do a roof. Let's say it's a $18,000 roof and your payments, you know, 65 bucks a month until you sell your house. And then you just put that against the debt that you owe against the house. And now you can actually capture more buyers because you, it's, it's just like having more bait on the hook. There's, it makes your house that much more attractive right. having the new roof. We, have a, we also have a program like that as well that mm. uh, borrows up to 5% of what the house price is to be able to do the fixes that are going to be able to get your value up. Because a lot of people just don't have the money. In yeah. which to be able to do it. And it's kind of like, you know what, Chris, we can't do it. If I had 20 grand to be able to kind of put in that new kitchen, mm-hmm. I might make 40 grand. Right. And so we've developed a program to handle that too. So here's a text that uh, came in earlier. Is there a market for a property with a 3,600 square foot modified two story on 20 acres with additional property available? Jeez, that sounds if nice. It's on the north yeah. side or south side. Call Chris Rooney or Andy Prasky. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with land, I'll tell you, that that's a specialized market. But I see a lot of people that as they, they go through life, they, they like to have more space. And sometimes that's outside with, you know, horses or they just want to look at pastures versus, you know, apartments. And so it, there's always demand for, I say, acreage as long as it's, you know, within the probably the belt of the Twin Cities, meaning within probably 45 minutes, um, yeah. usually can sell pretty pretty Well, quick. and here's the other thing, too. The, that, little, that little comment at the very end with additional property available. I think that's really interesting in how you end up marketing that property. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to kind of really look that over, the whole thing at the very beginning, mm-hmm. because it might be more valuable um, depending on what, what you can do with it to be able to put it in at the beginning mm-hmm. or keep it separate and don't even let them know about the other acreage available because right. what happens is that people go in, yeah, we'll take it and I want that for half price. Right. They always throw it in, but they never want to pay for it. And then it becomes a, a problem. So if you can just keep it out of the mix from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, but th- that's a marketing strategy. Well, I've seen that multiple times where properties list for $1.6 million because they have all the land with it. And then they decide that there's not a lot of buyers that want that much land. And so they, they uh, economies of scale, they shrink it down where now they have three lots and they have a house with acreage. The house with acreage sells. They have the lots. The lots individually sell. And sometimes – you know, uh, piecemealing or pulling it apart can, in the end, yield you more money faster because there's more people that can afford less than one that can afford all. 651-989-9226 or send a text 81807 on the Real Estate Show. Any real estate question we'd like to field for you uh, today. Uh, I was going to ask you something Mm -hmm. about prices Mm -hmm. Uh, because we've done shows about it before when uh, somebody calls you up decides, let's interview Andy or Chris, see if we want to hire this person. Mm-hmm. And what do you think uh, our house is worth? And you tell them and they tell you and you're so far apart. How do you reconcile that? How do you how do you schmooze with these people to say, you know, I think maybe we better take another look at this. Here's a weird concept is you be honest mm-hmm. and tell them the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because if you don't, you're going to have to eventually do that. You know, three months down the line, six months, and by that time, They've just ruined their advantage on the market. Mm-hmm. And so you have to do it from the beginning and tell people that. And just be honest throughout the whole process. You know, and, and do you what have you numbers got. in front of you to say, hey, look. The, here's- oh, yeah. The, well, here's the thing. The numbers don't lie, Danny. I mean, yeah. there's you have comparable sales that are in the marketplace that will show what that many square feet on that kind of a lot will sell for. We make the adjustments like, hey, you have a better view or you have a better elevation or more trees. And we can put those into the equation, but ultimately, it's it's like Chris and I always say, it's what a, a seller's willing to sell it for and what a buyer's willing to pay for it. And getting you to that number is kind of the key thing, because if you're over that, 
it, it's a slow death right now. If you're below that, it's multiple offers. It depends on the price, but or you have the potential for it. And it's 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 just an equation. And then it's a matter of getting the marketing in front of the right people, Denny, because sometimes in pockets where we go into it, you don't you don't need to market to the whole Twin Cities. You can specifically hit a key demographic or a neighborhood and you advertise to that market and the buyers come directly to you and you can get it done pretty fast. Yeah. More efficient. You know, yeah, and to More add efficient. on to that, you know, I always tell them people say, Okay, what is it worth? And I say, Okay, well answer me these questions. Number one, what work are you gonna do? When are you going to put it on the market? I mean, because that's a huge piece of it. You know, and we could say, yeah, here's what it is. And so what I do is I go in, this is what it is today. And it could be something different by the time we do it. And literally, if it's even three weeks away, that's what we do. And then we do a market analysis right when you're ready to go on. We know what we're competing against because people just don't go to one house. They look at multiple houses and then all of a sudden they're seeing yours. And you got to know what you're competing against. And, Mm -hmm. And people don't do that. And I'm telling you. Do the little things; they make yes. such a big difference. And and people then they start asking, "Oh, what what's wrong?" And you know, why isn't it selling? And and this and that. And then, and sometimes it's just a market that got you know hit with a bunch of homes in it. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's nothing wrong. Right. Wait it out. We just got to wait it out and get through it. Once a couple start popping, then they'll all start going. Timing's everything in real estate for sure. And having the right condition at the right time and and the right price is the key. And that's that's why you have a real estate professional help you because. There's more to it than just whipping the sign in the yard and guessing at a price. There's a lot more science behind it and facts that back up uh, making a successful sale. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six guys. We've got uh, probably we about got, two minutes to go yeah, here. Yeah, we got a show. ton of stuff here. Just Andy, just so you know, that property is located in Elk River and it's thirteen years old. That modified two story and twenty acres. That that uh, unfortunately is know right that in the heart yeah, of my exactly. uh, my thumbprint of business. Prasky dot com. Okay. You. Anyways, yeah, I don't. What is this? Uh, I appreciate any advice you give me regarding oh that oh this is a, a longer this is just one of six okay uh, t- connected text messages okay. that is it's uh, that one's hard we're gonna have to we need another we maybe, break to kind we'll, of put that we'll, one we'll together. have to decipher that maybe answer it uh, yeah we like you know, one, or, one sentence question or I'll tell you what you know and we get it all the time yeah. all the way that they can go to chrisrooney dot com or prasky dot com yep or you know my number is um, they can call nine five two 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 six 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 nine nine. Leave me a message and I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Andy, how about a number for you? Uh, 763-433-0850. And, and Chris and I do this all week long. Even though we're doing it on the, the radio on Saturdays, this is – Denny, this is how we live our lives. This is every day. We ask questions. We're talking to people. We're helping people strategize. We're giving hope. We're getting people to, to move from one place to the exciting next place. And that that's, you know, I, it, that's why I love this business, though. I really do. I, I think that it – it's the people, and it's helping people that want the help. Those that don't want the help, yeah, that's okay. You can hire the other agents. But the ones that want it, we love servicing those people. Answer this, though. I, I love it more now because I've got a team along yeah. with me that does all the things that I maybe didn't love so much. You know, so now I get to do it. I get to talk. So other people do the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They're very important. They're very, what, you, very important people. I know we have to go real fast. Right. But you guys are working usually – 24 hours a day. I'm, I'm heading right now up to yeah. a couple open houses yeah. and got model homes to hit. And, yeah, so we're every day. Okay. And uh, two to four hours or 24 Prasky. hours. Prasky.com. And? ChrisRooney.com. Come you. out and see us at the Minnesota State Fair. We're going to be there uh, one week from today for the next couple of Saturdays. Hope to see you out there. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.